Pandemics, cures, multiple timelines, time travel, warped, scientists, bad, poor production quality, awful show. This week we talked about 12 monkeys. everybody we're just checking in with a couple covid19 updates this is your president speaking (laughs) uh it eventually where's my check where's my check it's in the mail all right (laughs) i heard that before hey you know talk to usps it's not my fault it gets lost (laughs) i send the trump stakes they get lost (laughs) i send them out there raw they come to you they're medium well done i said what the hell hey let's all do our best trump all right i've never really done a trump me neither uh uh, excuse me i'm super awesome (laughs) Was that bad? <laughs> no, that was the way you pursed your lips. Visually, that was excellent. Oh, okay. Well, good thing we're doing a, we an audio need, pod. We didn't need. Uh, we didn't need him. We didn't need a uh, pandemic response. I got rid of him. We didn't need him. We don't need him now. It's pathetic. Who needs him? Okay. They wanted to say that I was wrong for serving the athletes fast food. Okay. Yeah. But in good. China, they're serving them bats. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's a great uh, one. I could definitely <laughs> see him saying that. Yeah. What's up with that? They're using, so, that's how they get the China virus. Hey. They eat bats. They're like Ozzy Osbourne. It's disgusting. Yeah. I, I uh, hey, it's me, your president. <laughs> <laughs> you got the, you got an affectation going. Yes. I said, hey. <laughs> so, hey. hey, it's me, Donald Trump. <laughs> you guys have been bad boys. <laughs> hey, guys, it's me, Donald. I want to give a couple updates. I went on Queer Eye, my friend Dan. He showed me a lot of good stuff. So, Melania, <laughs> <laughs> you're fired. <laughs> Melania, you're fired. Brian Boitano, hey. you're in. Hey, they said you're fired. Huh? Maybe they should have fired and actually cooked that raw bat they were eating. <laughs> the sending, the sending rape. I can't do it. I was Ooh. gonna do the. I was gonna do the rapist drug dealers quote, uh, but I can't. Yeah. Who's the rapist drug dealer? The people that he launched his campaign with. The people they're sending <laughs> from Mexico. Jeez. Hey, they're sending. You That's know, who he was employing. Yeah. Hey, they're eating bats over there. I'm starting to wonder. Ozzy Osbourne. Maybe he's Chinese. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that that actually should be a meme. Let's get into a meme minute right yeah, at the back. Right We're bat, talking dude. 12, 12 monkeys. Mo- 12 monkeys. Speaking of 12 monkeys, I feel like at these open markets, it wouldn't be all that uncommon to see a monkey with brains. That's 12 monkeys is the standard on the menu. <laughs> <laughs> That's a state. I mean, if you pay, it's a baker's dozen. You get 13 monkeys, <laughs> but 12 monkeys is what you order. You know, uh, Gabon closed their country to foreigners because they didn't want rich people on safaris to give Corona, COVID-19, to the gorillas. Oh really? Sex with the gorillas? Well, no, it's just no. a possibility because they're genetically close enough to. I think you could get a gorilla sick. Really? If you sneezed on a gorilla, he'd be pissed. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, you fucked, dude. You, you <laughs> dude, that'd be kind of sick if the gorillas had like Boston accents. <laughs> oh, oh, what fuck, the fuck, man. Guy. Dude, that is. They should teach gorillas to speak with accents, not just regular English. I agree. Like Coco was like, "What's with this fucking traffic guy?" <laughs> <laughs> Fucking COVID from eating a bat. That's why I do grass only. <laughs> What's the meme of old me? The old you. Back to the old me. Oh, yeah. Oh, gonna, Bugs, Bugs Bunny. Bunny. Bugs yeah. Bunny with a flintlock pistol. <laughs> this COVID-19 about to push me back to the old me. Yes, dude. <laughs> yes, dude. That's, the Bugs Bunny Bugs, meme is hilarious. But it's Badass Bugs. Let's give it that name. <laughs> badass Bugs. It's That's Bugs nice. Bunny. In a black suit, like a Quentin Tarantino character, yeah. oh, I got a with meme. a flintlock. Have you ever seen yeah. that meme before? I think so. Yeah. yeah, this is my meme. Um, me when my boy says he's done with his 14-day self-quarantine. Theresa May <laughs> dancing on the <laughs> stage. Okay, what about this one? Um, black power fist. Okay, grasping. Yes. Um, Asian power fist. Okay, what are they coming over? White people gonna die question, from COVID nineteen. Question: How can we tell it's an Asian fist? Because sometimes Asian yeah. fists do look kind of exactly like white fists. Well, I was gonna put a color on it, and then I decided <laughs> against it. <laughs> so that was kind of you pushing me to that. 
<laughs> you pushed me. You pushed and you pushed. I pushed you. You pushed me. Uh, all right, broke. Well, wait, we're talking 12 monkeys. Yeah, yeah, 12 monkeys 12 is about monkeys. a pandemic. It's so bad. You know what? <laughs> it's so bad, and none of you watched it. We might not explain it to you. That's no, a possibility. No. We might not. It is about I'll, a pandemic. I'll explain Hit it. Hit us we with have the to. BS. We've wa- on the Patreon, we've talked about the. the yeah, movie. and we actually had fairly positive things to say about the, about the, uh, the, the pilot. pilot. You know who has negative things to say about it? The director of 12 Monkeys, the movie. He thought oh. it was a stupid idea to make yes. it into a show. Yeah, yeah well, yeah. that's uh, directors are always haters. Because they're self-righteous. They think if they weren't a part of it, the project never could have happened. The original person always is a hater. That's the same thing with The Watchmen. That guy was like, um, famously, like, everybody's an idiot who tried to remake my shit. Yes, well, Alan Moore. I think it's Terry Gilliam who directed yes. 12 Monkeys. And he's like a former, like, one of the guys who used to hang around the... Um, Monty Python guys and stuff like that. Oh. And he directed the last movie that Heath Ledger, Heath Ledger was in before he died. Which was? It's the like Imaginarium of Dr. Parnass or something yeah. crazy. <laughs> it's something no, the last thing Heath Ledger was in was in A Modest Mouse. Or the last thing Heath Ledger did was direct a Modest Mouse music video. He directed? Yeah, he directed like a small no. Modest Mouse. And now he probably says about every future Modest Mouse video, it wouldn't be the same because <laughs> I didn't direct it. <laughs> <laughs> he became a hater that day. The yeah. last Drugs the didn't kill him. Hate did. The <laughs> last thing he did was lines with Ashley Olsen. <laughs> Dude, and then he died in her apartment. Ashley Yikes. Olsen was like implicated a little bit in the Heath Ledger death, right? Yeah. Andrew Gillum, who was a major Florida politician who like may or may oh, not yeah. have won governor yes. of Florida, but there's like a level of corruption there and voter thing. He was just found. A man died of a drug overdose in his apartment. <laughs> yes. In like a Florida motel. I wonder because we're recording this on March 18th. What transpired with that? A lot happened. We could be in a different timeline. So now, now, <laughs> actually, Whoa. let's do a little conjecture. This yes. could age really poorly because we don't know what happened. <laughs> yes. And we're conjecturing about an open investigation yes. in a man's death. But let's say we go to a different timeline. Yeah. What happened? So Here's I go back to the guy's room. Okay. I, I the, the time is Wait, now. Wait, you go back to reality? I, whoop, yeah. There goes gravity. <laughs> I go through my Eminem uh, time travel machine. Yes, where Eminem and um, uh, you know Dr. Dre put me in. Elton John. <laughs> yeah, they where Eminem and Dr. Dre <laughs> send you back in time, but Elton John encourages you to not be homophobic yes. when you're back there. Yes, I go back there. I tell Andrew Gillum, "Hey, man, I think that guy's doing too much ice." And then Andrew <laughs> Gillum says, "Dude, it's not enough. His butt is still not loose enough for my big dong." <laughs> Dang, dog. Do you Woo. think that's what it was? That's your prediction? Is that it My was prediction, sexual... it, was, it was, you know, that's big in that world. You got to loosen Which up. Which world? The gay world. Because there are intersectional do... identities. There are a couple identities <laughs> at play. Well, you so got... I'm wondering, which world did that go? Well, poppers and, and femini- amphetamines <laughs> yes. in general yeah. are big in uh, the gay culture. And I, I hear about this as a bathhouse guy, and bathhouses <laughs> are big in the gay culture and also the Russian culture. Yes. I'm not a part of either, but I like to invade those spaces. Yeah. And uh, sometimes <laughs> meth is smoked at gay bathhouses. Right. Do they ever? Do you ever walk into the bathhouse, right, and... Um, People have like Portuguese flags on their chest and they when you walk in, they go, they pound it like an American History X and they say, know what this means? Not welcome. No, no. Then the bathhouse is a very welcoming place as long as you don't try as any long hand as you're stuff gay in and Russian. <laughs> <laughs> so I think Andrew Gilman probably was about to have gay sex with this man and then he did too many amphetamines. Do you think that. he would have said he was about to have sex with this man or would have said, excuse me, sir, we're about to have gay sex? <laughs> I feel like you probably well, call it gay sex. I, I think, think that makes it more exciting. I think Andrew Gillum's wife would probably call it gay sex. Oh, he's got a wife? Yes, yeah, a couple kids. He is not known to be a guy Who in hotel dudes. rooms with men doing amphetamines. No. <laughs> well, here's my theory. No, my no, you travel back. I travel back in time. I kick open the door. <laughs> what are they doing? What are they doing? They're eating bat soup. <laughs> Andrew Gillum and this guy... They're eating bat soup. <laughs> I take one deep breath in shock and run out into the night, and I get on the first plane to Wuhan province in China. <laughs> and while I'm there, I start to feel sick. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. it was actually the the, Wuh- the COVID-19 outbreak began in the U.S. By in that Florida hotel room. That's where it began. I think what Andrew Gillum was doing is he was getting ready to reenact how OJ didn't kill his wife. Okay. And, uh, <laughs> that was all like a conspiracy, the white yes. man. And him and his buddy, 
notice they say buddy, not lover. We're getting a little jazzed up by doing some amphetamines to get in the mindset of Jason Simpson, a drug user. <laughs> and, uh, it, and potential murder. Because they've never used drugs ever in their life before, <laughs> they had a Len Bias situation where uh, virginal cocaine use led to death. <laughs> Len Bias famously did cocaine one time and died. Yes. Yeah. So sad. Virginal coke use. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I heard he didn't even do it. I heard he looked at it. <laughs> Dude, that's serious coke. <laughs> All right, so Twelve Monkeys is a, yeah, it's about time travel and um, BSB Twelve Monkeys of virus outbreaks. People they like inject the guy into a timeline Dude, to fix it. it. This episode, everyone like makes a decision to end the world so that there is finality, and then goes back to their original timeline. Is that what they did? So yeah, Twelve Monkeys, which you watch on Patreon, it, it, and what it is based off a moderately successful movie is a mo- uh, ostensibly about going back in time to f- stop a global pandemic that wipes out the pl- almost all life on the planet before it occurs. That was interesting watching it in the times we are in. In times of Corona. Yeah, in times of Corona, you're like, damn. And they were just talking about the pandemic that hit in like 2018 and fucked everybody up. I'm like, oh my God. I mean, th- we can go back. You can check out our Patreon. And we did this on Patreon about a year or maybe a year and a half ago. And we talk about specifically the possibility that we might, will we see a global pandemic in our lifetime? <laughs> And it turns out the answer is yes. And now we're in the thick of it. We what are, was our answer? Were we like, I'm nah. sure it was very flippant. And then we did a, <laughs> then we did a Bill Clinton impression. And we probably went, suck my vaccine. <laughs> and then we left. Like, we could never be in a massive pandemic that would trigger a global depression. But yeah. that's where we are. I got to say, that's the thing I really you don't take into account when you think about the global pandemic. You think about people get sick, people get die. You don't think about the fact that nobody can work and the economy will grind to a halt <laughs> and there will be oppressive government. I guess yeah. in fiction they show a lot of oppressive government actions to like right. halt the virus, but you just, you're like, not me. Well, what not instead, me. what we've seen in New York is two Italian-Americans try and like out like uh, out swagger <laughs> each other on CNN. It's Ooh, Blasio Cuomo. Yeah, ba- Cuomo's really sensitive about Italian stereotyping. Well, how do you feel about it's it? It's one of the most oppressive forms of uh, racism. Yes, it yeah. is. What would you? F- how what would you think about a boxing match? Cuomo versus Blasio. Cuomo would smoke De Blasio. Yeah, he would smoke. Cuomo, he would smoke De Blasio back to the name he was born with, Warren Wilhelm Jr. Ooh, Ooh. burn. Smoke his ass. Warren Wilhelm. Smoke his Red Sox loving ass. Ooh, De, he's a he's a he's a Yankee. He's a from, he grew up in Cambridge. Yeah, he's from Cambridge Range and Lab. dude. Not, but was is that makes him kind of an ultimate blue collar guy. Yeah, he's a blue collar guy for sure. <laughs> for sure, Bill's a blue collar guy, dude. So. Yeah, no, it is kind of an interesting thing. Like we were so. Bill De Blasio's like whole campaign and mayoral thing is like, hey guys, my wife is a black lesbian. Uh, my son has natural hair, so I am woke. Vote for me. <laughs> what? Yeah, that's like all he really has. Is What's he part it? of a thruple? No, but his wife was like a hardcore lesbian to the point that she was like kind of a professional lesbian. Like she was personally a lesbian, and then she would write articles about being a lesbian. And she would and talk then she about married being a lesbian. Then she married Bill. So she was bisexual. No, she it says she was a lesbian, and now she's married to Bill. Yeah, she just found the right guy, like you said. Yeah, dude. <laughs> or Blasio's got a pussy. Mm. Nobody, <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Nobody's thinking about that, really. No, Maybe. you're right, dude. That's definitely a leaf what that has they, not been turned. What if they call Blasio's dick a pussy, you know? In the bedroom to make yeah, her feel good? Yeah, make her feel good. Be like, oh, give me your pussy, Blasio. I would be into that. <laughs> It'd be very but, confusing. Uh, in fairness to Bill de Blasio, he did make universal pre-K, which is good, thank you. Yeah. I, you know what is annoying, though, about this sort of attitude of not caring about anything, really? Um, it's like, it does come to bite you in the ass a little bit. Like, yeah. We didn't give a shit about the pandemic when we were joking about it a year ago. <laughs> we were laughing our asses off. Yep. We were like, these fucking losers. And now this is it, and it's like... This kind of <laughs> this is not great. It's not that good to be so flippant. Yeah, but I mean, the, we. What are you gonna do though? We, imagine, yeah, we couldn't have done imagine anything. if it would have been weirder s- a year ago on the podcast. We were like, dude, I feel like one's coming on. Like I, we gotta <laughs> hunker down now. People I would just ask hope questions. It doesn't come before my flight to Wuhan. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I am the once I get my battery jumped and once I get my tires reinflated, I will be once again the most prepared for the global pandemic, being mobile in a van. and having all my supplies in the van. It, it's going to be amazing. <laughs> Were you going to say something? No, no, I wasn't. Oh, okay. Oh. So this show, yeah, the show is they're gonna. They, I didn't know that they decided to make it final though. They did. There's like a weird flame coming towards this orb. 
Yeah. Oh my God. So yeah, the on the show, uh, it it was in our previous on. They revealed that the global pandemic was actually the work of a time traveler herself, oh, someone they oh. called the witness, <laughs> uh, who has uh, who has traveled through time to start the global pandemic, and now. <laughs> Cole, Dr. Rayleigh, and some other uh, allies, you know, in the fighting sense, <laughs> they have to stop the witness, and then they have to uh, send Cole to the time stream to stop the pandemic, which will stop Cole from existing ever. They should have had a black excellence situation where they call in a black preacher, and he just goes, can I get a witness? <laughs> and then that God is good. summons witness. Uh, God is good. The All the time. time. The and then they, then she has to disappear because the they wit- need a witness. The witness is like a lesbian type lady. She's Bill Blasio's wife. <laughs> <laughs> she is a hardcore dyke out lesbian. Wow. This uh, she goes in like she's um, she she's got like makeup and she has a bunch of people doing her bidding. Yes. And then she, she does a little bit of fighting, but she ends up getting. Is her this ass the kicked. old disabled lesbian? This is uh, no, no. no. <laughs> this is this is the this is the witness, the villain who is in Titan, which is somewhat some re- for some reason called the Time City. I believe it's a time traveling city. Could be in Greenwich, England, the international dateline. Ooh, the international I think it's time in New York zone. City. I don't know. That's that like New, New York, York elitism. You they and Bill de Blasio, lifelong <laughs> New Yorkers. Well, it makes sense that his tra- time-traveling lesbian wife would be in New York City. <laughs> That's true. She's a time traveler, not a place traveler. Right? What's that mean? You start in New York in 2020. You end in New York in 2400. That's right. a big question, though. That's a big uh, sort of thing that a lot of time travel doesn't take into account is that... Uh, the tectonic plate shifting. Tectonic <laughs> plate shifting. And also the fact that the Earth revolves at like 20, uh, super fast. And we're con- like everything is constantly moving. So if you need, you're going to travel through time, you have to also travel through space or where you were is no longer where you are. This That's is classic. so tough. This is so classic. John Paul, I knew you were going to know the inner <laughs> workings of time travel. Like, let's say we time traveled right now to fi- to uh, one year ago, right? Yes. Not <laughs> one year ago. How about six months ago? <laughs> the The Earth is now over there. It's like revolving right. around the sun. Uh, right. Yeah, know? but you would just do, you would go there. You would yeah. just hit it with a black hole. You would travel through a black hole. And then also the sun is in motion as well in the universe. Yeah, Jump on. That's why time travel is not a real thing. You know, biggest <laughs> problem with time travel though is if you like are in start in summer, like it's July 15th, yeah. and then you time travel to like December 20th, like in 1940, you're going to be weirdly tan. So people are going to be like, they're going to be freaked out. Yeah, and they're going to be annoyed. They'll think your doll is all in. You know? They'll be like, wow. Rachel doll is all, answer our call for for a cameo. (laughs) Answer our call to prayer. (laughs) What if you time travel one month and what if you time travel back one month, you have to pay the rent again? Damn. Dude. That would hurt, dude. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that suck. Yeah, but if you time travel forward one month, you don't have to pay the rent. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> what do you? Well, if you were to travel one month from now, what do you think we're going to be doing? I Ooh, don't want to predict. That's, that's a good. No, normally throughout the rest of the podcast history, we would have all had you know pretty normal answers. Yeah. Right now, the things are very up in the air. How we are could you? be dead. We could be not dead, but be really sad that we can't attend a funeral of a loved one because. <laughs> We're not Hasidic, and it's a gathering <laughs> over 50 people. Uh, how yeah, do you, a lot of how do you uh, yeah, how are you guys coping? So the, between the four of us, I would say there has not been a day in the last five years that one of us hasn't been doing stand-up comedy at night. Yes. Right? That is probably a fact. This is yeah. the longest I've ever gone in my life. Yes. I haven't done comedy. This is day seven. It's now officially was the longest it? I've when, ever gone yeah, in my life. Yeah, probably seven Last days time ago. I did was Thursday night. So yeah. I'm hoping maybe swing by the creek 11 o'clock, Mike. <laughs> I'm thinking I'll do like a little FaceTime thing with yeah. a couple other creek guys. So this cats. is our longest time running. Where Do you think you'll be doing comedy at this time in one month? No. In one year, yes. Um, in one month? I will and by in a month from now I'll have put together some kind of web thing. No, I'm just kidding. I don't know. I don't know. I think that I will take my Trump check and invest it into a stand-up comedy in a club. club. Yes, <laughs> the best use <laughs> of open money. A, open a club right now, <laughs> yeah, dude. That would be really funny. The Trump check comedy club. <laughs> if, what if you got a hundred people? You got a hundred grand. Yeah, I don't know what you would do. No, you wouldn't. You that's a hundred thousand dollar bills. <laughs> No, I'm kidding. I think, <laughs> dude, I you, you, if you got hundred people, you they also, each give you a thousand dollars. That's a hundred thousand dollars. One hundred 
times one thousand, which is one hundred thousand dollars. So it seems way easier to make a hundred thousand dollars. I know a hundred people that I could probably get a thousand dollars out of. There you go. Yeah, then you can make a hundred thousand dollars. You have now go. hit on a Ponzi scheme. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I wouldn't even offer them anything out of it. You know what I would do? I would say, say Can I have a thousand dollars? I would say, Hey, uh invest in my one man show. <laughs> I'm trying to tour it through the country like a fucking loser. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. <laughs> it's not specific to anything that we know about. It's fine. Uh, okay, it's a, this show's about time traveling. Wait, let's do. I'd like to travel back minute. in time and get rid of that. <laughs> I knew you were gonna be like this halfway through the sentence. Oh, who cares? Uh, what about me minute for yeah. twelve monkeys? Okay. Hey, let me steal one of Jack's. Oh, hey, uh, twelve monkeys is on. I I'm gonna head out. <laughs> oh, okay. That's good sight. Okay, AOC in the SUV. Hell yeah. Um, the Rock's driving. He looks back. AOC, where to? She goes. She, <laughs> she goes. Take me to the uh, rental office. Uh, I went back in time. Now I have to pay my rent again. Uh, and Rock goes. Are you going to pay that with a Trump check? AOC, mouth open. <laughs> this, this meme is like uh, at the Larry King table. So there's Larry King hunched over like this, facing Stan Lee, who's hunched over like this. And Larry King says, how would you describe your sci-fi original show, 12 Monkeys, in two words? Stan Lee, elder abuse. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Um, Drake pushing away. Time travel. Oh, what the fuck was that? It was just a plant fell. Oh my god! That's I thought someone came in through the window. I really <laughs> spooked. Jack thought some pandemic looting was taking <laughs> off. Dude, it could be, bro. Dude, that's why I'm getting out of the town. You, you tensions flare. Jesus, dude, that really scared You're me. You're on edge. You're a spooky guy. You don't like suspense. Did you think that was a certain one man show haver coming to take revenge? <laughs> 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 I wouldn't have blamed him. Bro. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so Drake pushing away. Um, I can't even. I'm try. I have PTSD. Yeah, you Drake. Did. Right now it's Drake pushing away clean underwear. Drake pointing and smiling, poopy underwear because you're so scared. <laughs> All right, how about this? How about this? Uh, broke colon. Um, back to the future time travel. That's fun, lighthearted, and easy to follow. Woke colon. 12 Monkeys time travel, which is despondent, full of despair, and depressing. Yes. Nice, dude. Yeah. Uh, Drake pushing away. Um, oh, okay. Drake pushing away the proper age of a, a person to make love to. Okay. Drake pointing at and getting excited for time travel where you can pretty much evade the law. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, okay, okay. Uh, let's what do you see. think about time travel, right? So say, let's say this: you know the woman when she's thirty, right? Okay. In the time that you're in, yeah. But she says, "Hey, head back to twenty-one and have sex with me." That's when, creepy as hell. Have sex with me, but when the, I'm woman the woman says that she she says, "Head back when I was a hotter twenty-one." But when everything can was she give consent to her previous self? I don't know. What do you think? Well, what is what about space? Because space is moving, John Paul. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to be serious. <laughs> uh, what do you think, Zach? That's a really tough one. Yeah, I don't know. Do you think space time, space and time travel are uh, ever going to be a possibility? Well, if space they are, they would be a space. <laughs> Whoa! I don't know. I mean, it seems unlikely because if it was possible for us to travel the time, you'd think that somebody would. Do it and come tell us about right, it. Right, and be like, hey, guys, it's all good. <laughs> Maybe it was Jesus, and then we crucified him. That could have been. been. Yes. There, was a guy on, <laughs> there was a guy on internet forums who claimed to be a time traveler. His name was John Titor. You can look up articles Amazing. about him. Amazing. Is he on Reddit? Uh, <laughs> his stuff is probably... It was just pre-Reddit, but he would go on, He would say that he was there to whatever, to like look, get computer parts because of a huge apocalypse. Dude, the annoying thing would be, if it was possible, everyone would be doing it. So you'd be like, I haven't met a real guy in like a yeah. year. Everyone <laughs> is time traveling. Right. No, it is interesting too. It's like 
That's why there's so much traffic. All the time travelers <laughs> came back. Dude, but time travel traffic might be crazy. It, dude, if you had casual time travel, imagine you go to like some open mic and you're like waiting and then you just cut you come in the door and go, Hey, don't even bother. This is a bad one. You won't. You'll have a bad. Set I would and you go up last. I would time travel to open mics from like uh, it before '98. Bring the pain and just be like, you know what's my? You know what I hate? <laughs> you you just use time travel to steal Chris Rock's bits. <laughs> yes, dude. That dude, would be pretty killer. I actually did time travel, and that's oh, not that's not really what I did. But I traveled back through time to 1922 to get involved with the Teapot Dome scandal. Oh. Secretary of the Interior Albert Fall would become the first U.S. cabinet member locked up for corruption by selling federal lands to his buddies for oil drilling. I wanted to go back and convince Albert not to sell the oil, to have respect for federal land and the American people. However, I got distracted by the beautiful Native American people of Wyoming. Because of their tanned skin and often exposed moccasined feet, I was very turned on. No. <laughs> on my way to the oil derricks, I had to stop by the reservation to pick up some peyote. As microdosing was taking off in the 2020 gig economy, I figured I could bring back some heritage peyote and make some good money selling peyote to independently wealthy open mic comedians <laughs> looking to tap into their creative potential under the tutelage of Joe Rogan. <laughs> <laughs> While on the res, I met a sexy older man <laughs> named Black Elk. Black Elk was a medicine man of the Oglala Lakota who was well known for his memoir, Black Elk Speaks. Huh. He told me the stories of the old days, which really seduced me. As he kept <laughs> talking about his childhood in and around the Black Hills, I could, I got hard thinking about how we could <laughs> shoe on this information into a future podcast recording to seem smart and enlightened. Wow. <laughs> Eventually, Black Elk invited me into the sweat lodge. We disrobed and started sweating in the heat and hitting the peace pipe. Old habits die hard, and I checked for Black Elk's junk as a remnant of my bathhouse behavior and my original timeline. <laughs> Black Elk was hung, and he, and he was torqued, so we wow. made sweet love. And I forgot to stop the teapot dome scandal because I was too busy getting my own teapot dome. Oh! <laughs> oh good. What was the teapot dome scandal? Uh, the Teapot Dome is like a region of Wyoming, and the Secretary of the Interior was selling off drilling rights to his buddies. <laughs> oh, okay. He made like 400 grand directly it's selling. Kind of a classic move. Not a It's big classic. Yeah. Corruption happens everywhere. Wait, Zach, though. Um, fuck, dude. I had a question. But I can't Black remember. Elk Soul? What is it? Yeah, Black yeah. Elk Speaks. Black Elk nice. Speaks. So I actually time traveled, too. Before. The year is 2019. I traveled there from the year 2021. To Wuhan, China. <laughs> 60 million people had died in my time. Jesus. Due to domestic violence during the forced quarantine because of <laughs> Corona. <laughs> uh, corona made relationships... Er, relationships thought they could ride out... Oh, newly formed relationships thought they could ride out the Corona together. And make fun of it by making... Make it fun by making TikToks and lots of love. And experimenting with anal. After 48 hours, though, these young relationships were put to the test even more so than their anuses. <laughs> Most of the relationships were turned into MMA fights. Some of the death <laughs> tolls was due to suicide after being forced to watch Love is Blind and hearing about their girlfriend's shitty co-worker. <laughs> Many of these women <laughs> failed to look inward and think, hey, maybe I'm the fucking pain in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> so, so in 2021, with no good relationships left, and everyone believing that a single non-monogamous way of life was better, the Catholic Church built a time machine out of Pope John Paul's corpse. <laughs> if I wrote, if I, if I sat on it in reverse cowgirl style, <laughs> and, she, <laughs> and shouted the time I needed to get back to, then I would be sent through a god portal to where <laughs> I needed to be. First order of business. Wuhan, China, November 2019. I showed up to Wuhan and replaced the man's bat soup with a pigeon. He did not notice the difference, and monogamy was saved. <laughs> I traveled back to 2021 to tell the church I had accomplished my mission. I said to them, okay, guys, they all high-fived me and said, I said, okay, guys, well, now let's pinpoint when all this child rape and hiding it started, and I'll go back to that and fix the problem. The church uh, laid me off the next day, saying my services were done. 
That was an incredible story. You know, yeah. actually, there is a comic book called Pax Romana that is about the Catholic Church discovering time travel technology no. and using it to alter history to Are benefit the Catholic Church. Really? I'm, I'm Why dead do they serious. do that? Sounds really interesting. Uh, I basically just wrote that. Yeah, they go back to uh, they go back to uh, like Constantine, and they like they just do. But they, why wouldn't they, they go back to see if Jesus was real first? Maybe they already used it for that. I don't know. Did they go back? Did they address the molestation stuff? It's not brought up. That's so interesting. <laughs> How do you not make a time travel book about Catholic Church and not bring it up? It's an interesting comic book. I'll send it to you. Oh, it definitely is, dude. Um, but sounds like more of a graphic novel. It honestly. is. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that word. Um, yeah. I actually know that about this because I used to time travel. I'm a time travel as well. Really? I come from the horrific future of 2044, and we have just reelected Ivanka Trump as president <laughs> of the United States. <laughs> Under the Trumps, leadership of the U.S. has slipped further and further on the world stage. Education is down, the, eco- the economy is woeful, and twerking videos and nude selfies have been made illegal by the oppressive regime to drive traffic to approved state-sponsored pornography. Featuring Melania Trump teaching Mia Khalifa and Gabby Carter how to please their boyfriends. Nice, dude. This porno ban is unconstitutional censorship, but the worst disaster occurred in 2039. Riley Reed found the Institute for Women's Sex Work in Chatsworth, California in 2024. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. In, uh, yeah, in 2024. It was a university devoted to the most important form of feminism working for sex <laughs> this soon became the hottest university in the world attracting feminists of all genders who wanted to be as woke as possible and make extra money for coke giving hand jobs or making jack off instructional videos on instagram nice in 2039 the university was hit by a terrorist bombing and destroyed by uh, anti-trump insurgents desperate to lift a porno ban the suicide bur- bomber turned out to be sasha gray who had turned on her woke feminist sisters <laughs> wow i knew the best way to stop this <laughs> was to stop the Trump presidency from getting a second term, and I knew just how to do that. Time travel is a common feature in rideshare in 2040, so I simply opened up my Lyft app and selected a destination and year. (laughs) North Korea, June 1st, 2019. Interesting. My Lyft driver was named Adam, and when I got into the time lift, he started to ask me about where I was going and why. I put in my headphones and stared at my phone, hoping he would stop talking to me. When I arrived, I got out of the lift and I turned to face uh, North Korean dictator Kim Jong-un. I had to turn North Korean dictator Kim Jong-un into an assassin for the historic meeting of Donald J. Trump and Kim Jong-un on June 30th, uh, 2019. I arrived in North Korea and was immediately arrested and dragged before Kim Jong-un. He was about to sentence me to a lifetime of hard labor when I ripped off my breakaway pants, common in the future, and flexed my (laughs) enormous calves. Kim Jong-un got an immediate boner and brought me to his room where we made love. Kim Jong-un and I made love all night, and the next morning, as the sunlight was filtering to his chambers with my head on his chest, I asked him to kill (laughs) Donald Trump for me. I explained to him that I was a time traveler and that Donald Trump would visit North Korea, and on June 30th, he would step foot into North Korea in a historic moment. And once he was there, Kim Jong-un could not be prosecuted for stabbing him. Kim Jong-un agreed... And we began to train him for the assassination. Kim Jong-un was already a master in boxing, taekwondo, and jiu-jitsu, so we focused just on strength and conditioning. King John, Kim Jong-un would hit the weights where I would pose nude to motivate him. <laughs> <laughs> the day finally came. Donald Trump arrived at the demilitarized zone markdown uh, in South Korea. And me and Kim Jong-un walked out to the line holding hands, and we invited Donald Trump, J. Trump to step over. Just as Donald J. Trump was about to step over, uh, Riley Reed appeared in a time lift, <gasps> oh, no. and she warned <laughs> Donald Trump that the attack was coming, oh, and no. it all went to hell. Donald J. Trump did not step into North Korea, and now I have altered the timeline irrevocably, and now Donald J. Trump and uh, Kim Jong-un are best friends and twin dictators of the world. Wow. Did they send out un Trump checks. <laughs> <laughs> you get $1,000 and... Jabal, it's interesting to me in the timeline of your story, you could have fast-forwarded to the part where you were done having sex with him and that you just had to <laughs> tell him that he needs to kill Trump, but you decided to go in so that you could I, have sex with hands him. Hands on. Yeah. 
<laughs> you gotta get. You wanted something right. You gotta do it yourself. You do. You do. <laughs> like, you have to experience Kim Jong Un's penis one more time. Much like when Cole has to infiltrate Titan to kill the witness. Yes. And uh, we can actually hear Cole and his companion, who I do not know his name, but he's Kirk Acevedo from Oz. And it's, he's a pretty good actor. I like this guy. Kirk I like Oz. this and guy. And their relationship is the only redeeming thing of the show. Right? Yeah, yes. this I picked this clip because it's the only moment of like sort of, sort of There's fun very and levity. dumb people in masks. It's, it's the show sucks. Awful. The show is horrible. <laughs> the pilot I thought was okay, but this yeah. finale is horrible. This is uh, them about to drive into the city of Titan to take down the witness, and they're uh, they're in a cool muscle car. You good? About some tunes. Dad got some good shit in here. Dad was in the country in western. Ah oh, man. That part is pretty much the best part of the show. <laughs> that sh- that part was like funny, and like the scene around it looks pretty good. A lot of the animation in the show looks horrible. Not animation, but the special graphics. What are they called? CGI? Shit? Special effects? Special effects look horrible. This was actually pretty good. The world of the the end of the world is a big red space, basically. Yeah, yeah. but it's ki- it's kind of super cliche where it's like a big beam that goes in the sky. I mean, who knows why? Yeah, it's dumb. yeah it is. My, but then the best part is everybody goes back to the original timeline, so Cole wouldn't exist. But time <laughs> figures they owe him a solid. Oh, this is so dumb. So they spit him out to Key West, Florida, where he gets <laughs> told this by a woman, and then he goes up to upstate New York where his doctor girlfriend, Dr. Ailey, Dr. Ailey bought like a house hoping that he would come. And she sits out on the porch whispering, uh, see you soon. And then he shows up at the end of it. This yeah. was, in my opinion, I mean, the Saccharine. worst part of the show. Saccharine. Why couldn't they just kill him? I mean, I don't, maybe because people had grown attached to this character. I mean, yes, I don't know how. so many fans of 12 <laughs> Monkeys. <laughs> how many seasons is it? Four seasons. This is pretty. It's they're definitely. That's a hit. That's a def- hit. Twice as many seasons as Marco Polo, which was a Weinstein hit. <laughs> there are twenty-five nerds on the internet who talk about this show every day. Max, dude. Yeah. The uh, I mean, the Twelve Monkeys movie. Uh, it it it's uh, it's kind of quirky, but it's like it doesn't. I mean, I can never imagine it having an ending like this. That's so happy and lame and pathetic. It's yeah. like if uh, if you are in a position to sacrifice yourself to save the lives of 7 billion people and you do it that's already a happy ending dude it's so hilarious there's a point in the show where they're like the woman's like we need to sacrifice you to save the lives of 7 billion people and they're they have to like talk about it <laughs> <laughs> they're like two women that are like no, I don't. I really like this guy. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's a dude. This is a pandemic. Gotta go. Bro. This is a pandemic that destroys the planet, and they're like, "Well, he's so nice." Yeah, dude. They're <laughs> literally just like, "Yeah, but he's." And then he only exists so that he can do this. Right. <laughs> they keep forgetting that. You know. Well, some Christians forget that about uh, Christ. No, about Judas. Judas. Maybe oh, they ju- hate if, Judas. Yeah, but Judas helped Christ become Christ. Yeah. Judas. Jewish. Judas is scary. Judas was Jewish. So was Jesus. People forget. People forget. (laughs) And I'll be honest. I'll be honest. Twelve. 
Bit of a big gathering. Bit Ooh. of a big gathering. Was Jesus a seed? <laughs> Jesus, Jesus. He was feeding fish to 5,000 people. Not very mindful of COVID gathering. Right. I, I hear it was very hard to park your van overnight in Jesus' neighborhood. I heard they yes. were on you yeah. like a hawk. Jesus, uh, he was always so sweaty in those photos because he had one of those giant hats on his head. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Wait, uh, that would be really interesting, Jesus the Hasid. Um <laughs> <laughs> what, the, what do you think the Hasids think about Jesus? Uh, they think that he was uh, he was not the not the Christ, but a, a, a great prophet, right? Probably a, a kick-ass prophet. I don't I'm a kick-ass prophet. I'm not a kick the son of man. Prophet, my name is Jesus. Can I get a witness? They're waiting for the real Christ. I wonder how they're gonna know. Do they know? I know it kind of seems like the greatest con of all time. You can always wait. You know, yeah, you always yeah. wait. You could anyone that shows you could be like, uh, it's like if you went in to get a table and they're like 15 minute wait and then they came out and said your table's ready. You could go, eh, I'll wait. Give me the next one. You know, you <laughs> could just wait. Yeah. 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 It, Sometimes, they, you know, Jesus might be a table. They're waiting for a booth. But maybe Jesus isn't uh, a booth. No, dude, if I'm not in a hurry, that's a big move of me is a move of mine is to not take the pack train. I'm like, I'll wait for the next one. That's de Blasio's big COVID tip. Really? If the train comes and it's packed. Wait for the next one. What a, ugh, that's a such. I mean, I <laughs> guess I guess that's good advice, but that's so late. It's not realistic advice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no, it's so dumb. Um, no, yeah, the show very. It, it, it's bizarre that they have that uh, that easy finish to it too, because it's like it did in the first episode at least. It did seem to take itself pretty seriously, where you think like. It would have like they wouldn't mind killing the main character because it doesn't matter. Yeah, in the in the pilot where we watched, uh, Cole like believes that once he completes his mission, that he will f- cease to exist. And that at a point in the show, he shoots a guy, and he's like, "Oh, this is it. I'm gonna not exist anymore." And he's like, "You know, he doesn't seem that bummed out about no, it." No, no, he's ready to die. Nerds have no friends though, so they can't because they don't have friends <laughs> or family. They can't give up Cole, who was the closest thing they ever had to That's a friend. That's probably true. I don't know if this was a true in the show, but in the movie, uh, Cole was a prisoner who was used this for this because he was expendable. Do you guys agree oh, with treating prisoners? Australian like, style. Yeah. Is that what? what? Well, like Australia. populating a colony with prisoners. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It didn't work. Why? Because they all got hot and tan. No, they're, just, they're gross. Australians, <laughs> majority <laughs> Australians are disgusting. Really? People. Oh, yeah, dude. They got no teeth. They... they you went to the bush, though. <laughs> Dude, that's saying. like if you were Australian and you came to America and you're like, these are these are these American people are disgusting. I was hanging out uh, in rural Lynchburg, West Virginia. <laughs> they were gross. Greg yeah. Proop said Greg Proop said he thought Australia would be really cool, but he said it's like Alabama with a beach. Yeah, that no, sounds cool as hell. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Um, what else about the show? There's. There's like a lesbian in a wheelchair. You find out that There's she knows how to code. She's the one who coded his name to like live. I have no idea how it's this works. Very stupid. And it, the biggest sin that the show committed was that it was 90 minutes long. <laughs> John Paul had said we could skip the first 45. I skipped the first 45. <laughs> good for you. That's a good move on your part. Because seriously, it's I bad. Didn't. Skipped Dude, it. They have a one of the worst parts about the show. It, the year is uh, whatever. The 2043? The year is the big future, right? And they the have a future. woman. Big, big future. The, the biggest the future. The biggest future. The biggest future there is. They have a, you know, the world is coming to an end. There's a woman who knows how to, like, line up all these mirrors to create the world end. And she's got a crew of, like, eyes wide shut type of people <laughs> with, like, these <laughs> stupid masks that are, like, <laughs> wicked in the way. And they have long capes. And they are the worst train fighters of all time. <laughs> They're so bad, dude. When, I hate it. When uh, Cole and his buddy are driving like their like muscle car directly at them, they all have semi-automatic rifles. They should be lighting this car up. The and car should no- be. The car does not weave once. <laughs> goes the, in a straight line. They should be uh, completely killing both and, of them. And don't touch them. For sometimes I do. For sometimes. For sometimes I do give television shows. <laughs> A hard time about like their the 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 like henchmen don't do a great job, right? And I know that's not a super fair criticism, but this show was over the top with the henchmen being <laughs> retarded. Maybe they are in the future. There's less Ooh, people, you know. Yeah. So they well, they unfortunately, in the future, there's more likely than not a genocide against non-neurotypical people, oh, as right. we've seen in Iceland. In Iceland, yeah, yeah. But I mean, how are you going to get them? They're so strong. Well, apparently they're not that strong when they're just a u- in the uterus. 
right, let's do a Deepak Chopra moment. Yeah. Like Ooh, this will be fun because I can tell Zach absolutely hated the show. And I, I got to say, it was a big disappointment for me as well. Not that I expected it to be amazing, but I expected it to be better than this. One thing I liked about the show, it explores the reality of residences at hotels. Dr. Ailey goes to check in <laughs> on the hotel <laughs> residences uh, portion. At the Emerson Hotel. that's where Cole lived. Mm. My Deepak Chopra moment was... Um, the broship between the the guys that we listen to talking romance the Cole bro. and Kirk Acevedo. Yeah, I thought that was nice. I like Kirk Acevedo as an actor. Yeah, Kirk Acevedo. I first saw him on HBO's Oz. He's in Band of Brothers, and he's got a great. Oh, he role. is yeah. in Band of Brothers. That's what I know him from. He's great. That's right. Damn. We got to do the Iwo Jima show that they did. Flags of Our Fathers. Yeah, we got to do that. Okay. All right. Wait, no. It might we'll do that for... Um, the Pacific. The Pacific. We'll do that for uh, uh, Stolen Valor July, which is coming right up, guys. Yeah. yeah. Get yeah. excited. It is coming right up. Yeah. Well, this get, is May 31st. You know, hey, put on your uniform, folks. Get some uh, tips out there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. My Deepak Chopra moment, something that I liked about the show, <sighs> there was a part, I can't remember if it was in the first or the second half, where the character that was played by Brad Pitt, who is now a woman, she's like a crazy, she's the crazy one on the beach in Key West. She confronts the witness and draws her symbol, but then makes it into a penis man. And you like that? I thought that was fun. That was a funny little moment in the show that seemed to take itself way too seriously. Yeah, any moments of like lightness or levity was good because it was just so grim and bad at the same time, which is terrible. If you're going to be like grim and d- dark in tone, you got to be good. Yeah. <laughs> right. Because if it's, you're not, it just comes off horrible. Yeah. All right. So who would you like to be in I this wanna, week's role play? Can I do a little role play direction again? Uh, yeah, okay. So let me well, throw out an idea. We all be different people, but we did, different right. people doing Donald Trump role plays. You know, like like Alec Baldwin, Donald Trump. I might have no, to, I don't know about no. that. Can, let's do a real role play, and then okay. we'll try your no, no, Trump. No, we already did a Trump role play. Your so Trumpception. No, 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 no Trumpception. It was we had a magical Bill Clintonception, but you know I won't try and recreate it. Trump is Trump is not a recurring character yeah. on this podcast. You're right, and, and he, he does. He's be. not well. He shouldn't be. He's not getting a second term. You know what I Stop say? Stop Trump. No Trump. You know what no I say? What. I love my shirt, my Bernie Sanders tattoo. Not welcome. <laughs> Joe Biden decency, 2020. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what if Trump was a Hasid, though? That, if Trump is the most Jewish president ever. Yeah. His son-in-law, Jared Kushner, Orthodox Jew, made Ivanka tr- translate to Orthodox. No, convert. Trans. <laughs> trans. She's trans-Jewish. She transitioned to Orthodox. Wow. <laughs> Do you think Ivanka's on Cameo? Maybe we Maybe. can find a Hasid on Cameo. That would be kind of fun. Damn. Interesting. <laughs> Maybe ah, put out, maybe create our own horrible. P- maybe create our own PSA. <laughs> I don't think Hasids talk like that. Though. Hasids spoke speak like accent in English because they only speak Yiddish. They speak horrible, horrible English. There are Hasidim that speak English. There are, but they, this is like more like an old New York Jewish. <laughs> horrible. A Rakola. A Rakola. Excuse me, little bit of Rakola. Dude, I went to a. Did I ever tell you? I went yes. to a fucking. Dude, I went to a, a brisk. No, what is it? Brisk. Shiver. Oh. Uh, I, went to a sh- I went to a brisk. Isn't that a drink? I went to a shiver and. Uh, it was very nice. It was a good moment, but there was a woman with a cough, and then there was a rabbi who popped in for 10 minutes. He immediately interrupted everybody. She started yelling at this woman, do you need a Ricola? <laughs> I think this woman needs a Ricola. <laughs> and then he would go back to his story. He was telling the story. He's a good, he, everything was about him. It was funny. He was like, well, I knew her. I knew her very well. She helped me when I was training for this. And then he kept, uh, the woman would cough. And uh, at one point, the woman said, you people. <laughs> and she was a non-Jew, and she said she referred to, "Oh, you people are." In, oh, and he right. was very upset by this. Did he say? Did he go? Was he? He He's verbalized like, it. Say, I'm not sure what you mean by <laughs> this people. I love when people get upset by a you people because a you people has almost never been said maliciously. No, no. It's like a manner. It's like an accident. <laughs> it's a dog it's whistle a from time to time. It, from time to time, it is. But oftentimes, it's an accident, yeah, and yeah, then yeah. you end up in real deep. A little cold. Did she BDI? She was, uh, she f- turned red. She was very embarrassed. These were very, um, you know, they were they were judgmental people. <laughs> and, and, but it, it, she kept coughing. The guy screaming about Ricola. <laughs> I was with it. this guy John. Who's this big? He's like been in the 
big sober Irish guy. Goes to Ireland every year. He's like 70. He's been in the program 40 years. Really changed his whole life. Solid, solid man. He's cracking up at the shiva. You can't. He's like, this is too funny, dude. I mean, it was funny. We were dying on the ride home yelling Nicola. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny. It felt like a scene out of the curb. All That's right. funny. All right. All right. What do you? Who do you want to be? I'll be. I'll be the Jewish rabbi at the shiva. All right. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be Brad Pitt, who was cast in the film version of the show. All right. I'm gonna be Cole. Oh. Hey guys. I know you were sitting shiva for my funeral, but surprise, I'm not dead. Oh my God! How are you alive? I don't really get it. But you know what it was? Ah, probably, blessings. probably the power of Jesus. That's my thought. Yeah, it definitely wasn't that. It was Christ. It was Jesus not. Christ. It was Christ. It was not. I, it was hey, not come yet. Praise be unto Him. He has not come yet, so it was not Him. I went up. I said, "Christ, thank you, Jesus." No, nope, you did not. And He put me back hey, on earth. It's true. I think. not I possible. Believe- I killed Him a couple thousand years ago. What do you mean? You killed Him? Killed him? <laughs> I'm a time traveling <laughs> rabbi. You traveled. You're a time traveler, like like my char- like some of the characters yes. in uh, Twelve Monkeys. Yes, I bang the Torahs together. Say, hey, take me back to year one, and uh, boom, I was there. And what'd you do for 32 years <laughs> before Jesus got crucified at age 33? <laughs> you kind of were a little off. You went all the way back to that year. I mean, it's- oh, I took my time. I hung out. I learned about Hammurabi's code. I love that. I for eye. Are you kidding me? Good stuff. Do you think that's a appropriate way to govern? I think it's the way we should go back because I know. Some of these people, they steal your money. What yeah. do you mean, <laughs> Who's these people? You talking about? You talking about Goyim? <laughs> Goyims. Are you ta- you're making <laughs> you're making prejudicial comments against Gentiles. <laughs> Goyims do not know how to pay a debt. Well, can it, can I tell you why we don't know how to pay a debt? Maybe because in the Old Testament, which you people also worship, who are you calling you people? <laughs> do you need a recall? There that better, better call. There are rules against usury, so maybe we shouldn't be getting involved. Hey, you use my money, you better be paying me back. <laughs> you know what? This style is a joke, and we ended in uncomfortable territory. So I'm gonna quickly backpedal from this. You're gonna BDI. I'm You're- gonna. Oh, these goyim, they backpedal all the time. I'm going to disavow. I don't want to discuss monetary policy with the rabbi. <laughs> hey, but I do, would you, uh, be- do you know anybody in the entertainment industry? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to get... I'm, I got, I got Brad, some- you seem to be doing very well. Ah, but I, you can never be doing too well, I, you know what I'm saying? I have my cousin, Goldstein Weinstein. He's brothers to Harvey. Bro- Har- brothers with Harvey Weinstein? <laughs> yes. Wait, he's There's brothers a lot of or brothers? He is a brother from did, another mother. Did we warn a brother that his brother was such a bad guy? <laughs> hey, this, this brother, this brother Goldstein Weinstein, <laughs> he didn't know about that. All right, none of us did. No? None of us knew. I, I, had, I had an inkling. Uh, to be honest, different times. Uh, you were powerful What do you man. mean different times? It was 10 weeks ago. <laughs> Not in my timeline. It was year 31. I just want you to know, I think that was terrible. I mean, the guy is using a walker. He can barely move. I mean, why send him to prison? He's already exactly. he's, he's locked in a prison of his own body. He's, in a, he's using a walker. I agree. I think our people, we get persecuted constantly. <laughs> God damn it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I go too far. I really no, got into it. Right, no. I'm down. I like. I wish that I didn't. I I inadvertently realized I was arguing with you about money lending, <laughs> which was inadvertently <laughs> brought us into very stereotypical and offensive territory. And I oh, apologize. Oh no, dude, do not. But you can I see knew how what I was doing, and I I knew what I was doing, and I took well, us there on purpose. Well, you doubled down in a way that was funny. You were guys try. You guys were trying to make me mad about Jesus. Yeah, and then, as I don't a Jewish know. man, right? Yeah, very. Offensive. But Jesus was a Jewish man. Takes one to know one. Hey, the worst Jew. I consider him the worst Jew. <laughs> <laughs> he turned on his people. Oh, what do you guys? Alrighty. What do I you guys give Twelve Monkeys? A three. I give this is a, an astounding zero. <laughs> no good acting. No beautiful women. No good plot. No good effects. No good jokes. No good music. No good scenery. But you missed the first half, so maybe no, it was horrible. <laughs> give it a horrible. three. This show needs a Ricola. <laughs> <laughs> I give it a three. It was um, bad, but I. You know, it wasn't. I've watched worse things than this. I haven't. I'm gonna give this. I'm gonna give this a two. Uh, very poor. Only saved by beautiful Kirk Acevedo and his Hispanic acting. That's true. Good night, America. Which one was Kirk Acevedo? He the guy was in the car. The guy in the car. Oh. Good night, America. Love you. Good night, America.